0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving
1: it. TNCs apply. The horses are on the track. Right around
0: Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. And a very good morning. Welcome to the program. Sam Collett is here, Alyssa Smith is not. Mark Braybrook filling in for Alyssa, who was on holiday. Sam, good morning to you.
2: Good morning. It's She's um in. yeah, I can't believe it. Vanuatu they tell me.
0: And I told her, <laughs> and I'll tell you now, I had my honeymoon in Vanuatu. Oh, of all places. It yeah. sounds
2: lovely. I've actually never been myself, but uh It is wonderful. Yeah. I to put her on my bucket list. It is yeah,
0: wonderful. It's... Um this was many, many, many years ago. My wife and I have been married for 36 years. So it was 36 years ago that uh, we went there. And look, I had a wonderful time, except I did get hepatitis uh, <laughs> from there. So yeah, um, nothing against Vanuatu, but yeah, we'd been married six weeks because that's the incubation period yeah. and uh, came home and got really crook all of a sudden. It was like someone had turned – I was sitting at work and then – Bang, Bang, I started to get the shakes. Oh, no. Fever, sweats, and everything.
2: That's yeah, what a horrible yeah.
0: time. So um, did not eat a scrap of food. This might be good. Not good for you. That's not the right <laughs> thing to say. Did not eat a scrap of food for two months. Two months? I lost that much weight. And when I slowly recovered from it, and I was told this was a mild case of hepatitis too, oh, I, I could not cross the road. Without stopping in the median strip, oh my god, to rest and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's so un- anyway, that's, that's cool. enough of that. But Vanuatu is <laughs> a lovely place. I just got un- I just got unlucky. I just got unlucky, <laughs> um, and you're a little bit unlucky this week. You're a little bit worse for wear.
2: Yeah, I'm sort of hobbling around at the moment. I was unfortunate enough to um, have a parting of company with one of my horses on Saturday morning, which ended up in a little bit of a, a sad way. Unfortunately, the horse he didn't survive his injuries, which was really sad, but. The bonus to that was um, Barry Lockwood, who I rode a winner for on Saturday later that day. Um, The owners of Deep Bruges, mare that I won on, lovely, lovely mare, Uh, they were the same owners of the horse that, you know, unfortunately they lost that morning track work. So um, as for me, well, I was sort of rolling around on the ground trying to think about how I could possibly make it to the races. And, um, yeah, a little bit worse for wear, but hopefully on the mend.
0: Well, you got through Saturday, you got through Sunday and yesterday at Ippy, but I wanted to ask you mentally, you know the injuries, you've got a bit of a bung shoulder and knee which you can deal with. Uh, how do you cope? because Leah Kilner yeah. uh, suffered a similar thing and you, you you're not far away from from serious injury. Yeah. Mentally, how do you cope?
2: Well, uh, like you say, your body is you know you you try and look after it because you want it and prime as mm. pers- you know as prime and as well and healthy as you can to do the job well. It's a very physically demanding job. But um, when these sorts of injuries happen, um, you don't really want that kind of thing invading your thought mm. pattern. You want to be out there with a fresh mind. So um, for me, it was just getting home, um, having a hot bath, icing my knee, um, taking, you know, a couple of Nurofen just to ease the pain and then and really focusing in on um, the task at hand of the day and then worrying about how bad I felt the next day. It was like a, a problem for later on, Sam. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, and then you rode the winner, as you said. So it was a big day too. I think you had the, it was 10 race program and you had a ride in every race.
2: Yeah, I had 10 rides. Uh, So I I soldiered on through, but uh, there was a couple there that were, you know, uh, a little disappointing one would say, but um, Deep Rouge, the mare that I won on, I haven't, she's been off the scene for a little while. Uh, I won on her at Ipswich at the end of last preparation, really, really liked her. Um, and she unfortunately had a bit of an accident, I think, in the box and almost lost part of her hoof. And, and Barry and his team have done a great job and um, sort of nursing her through that and getting her back. She'd had two really soft trials before that run on Saturday. And she got a you know a long way back after a, a hefty bump at the start and, and managed to make up, you know, super ground uh, mm. up the straight um, right on the inside. So I think there's a lot of good things in store for her.
0: Now, you got away from Ipswich on Wednesday just before the rain hit uh, Ippy. Uh, only the two rides, but you had a second. You're yeah, telling?
2: yeah. Um, My mirror in the first, she's just knocking on the door to win one, uh, Chris Leesers. And like I said, I was watching the rain roll in when I left. I only ended up in races one and three, but uh, I was watching the, the later on races when I got home thinking, these poor buggers, they're going to mm. need um, headlamps on soon. Otherwise, I won't be able to see where they're going. But they managed to get through the meeting and – uh, full credit to uh, to everyone there.
0: Yeah, it did uh, rain quite heavily Wednesday afternoon and got uh, very cold as well for this time of year. Uh, and that was Ipswich on Wednesday, the winner on the weekend. Now we had a couple of jockeys, Queensland jockeys, performing well down south this week as well.
2: Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. To see, obviously Cole Wilson Taylor went down and, and rode We Own a Smart One um, to run third in the Sydney Stakes, and obviously Jim Orman went and. Uh, rode far too easy which ran a second in the Kosciuszko uh, also we had Jim Byrne down there riding Apache Chase and in word from that camp was there you know a little disappointed the horse's barrier manners are, are maybe what's holding him back from obviously running better he's a horse that usually likes to race on speed and I think he's just been a little bit tardy out and, and those sorts of races one or two lengths at the start of the races you know, really puts you out of contention. Yep as you yeah.
0: know. and what the manners doesn't want to go in, doesn't want to start, doesn't like being confined. How do they know? How do they work out what's the problem?
2: Well, I'm not too sure. I believe um, in this instance with uh, Apache Chase, he I've never had a barrier problem. Yeah. Um, he, he goes in fine. I think he just gets in there and just doesn't want to focus on the front. So if you've got a horse that's wanting to turn its head left or right, that obviously their attention's not where it should be. So um, whether you time it right, that split second, and then and they get away. You're you're lucky, or your yeah, horses can do all kinds of things. Um, mm. You know, jump out sideways, yes. put their heads on the ground, yeah. try and jump over the top.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, good uh, weekend for those two in terms of the way they they rode. Um, now, our guest this week, Jasmine Cornish, has had an outstanding year um, and uh, is joining us now. Jasmine, good morning to you.
1: Good morning,
2: morning Jazzy. Thanks for joining us. I know um, you're a busy girl these days, but uh, we just wanted to say congratulations on your success in the in the premiership for the Provincial Apprentice title. Uh, I know that it was a hard-fought battle between you and Ange most of the season, especially towards the end of it, but uh, you come up trumps just, which is fantastic for you. So, um, you know, what's what are your next goals? You know, now you're riding in town, you're getting a lot of support with uh, the Metro rides. So what are your next sort of goals for the season ahead?
1: Yeah, good morning, Sam. Thanks for having me. Um, in terms of goals, I guess I've had a yeah really successful um, start to my career, but I just no real big goals at the moment, apart from just being the best I can be and just keep on improving.
0: What's an average week for you, Jasmine, in terms of travel?
1: Um, well, I've been racing... Um, Average, I would say at least three meetings a week. Uh, you know, they've got the two two metro meetings on a Saturday and a Wednesday. Um, traveling around those places in Brisbane and Ipswich, um, then going to the Sunny Coast every Sunday, and um, yeah, and then going to little country, still going to little country meetings around the place like Kilcoy, Gatton, Warwick, and Bow Desert for a few of my dad's horses. That's good. Good jazz. You're based at Bow Desert, is that right? Yeah.
2: And your dad trains there. So tell us a little bit about, like, your background, obviously. Um, your mum, she was a, a, did her apprenticeship, which was absolutely awesome. It's something you and I have in common. My mum's still riding and your dad's training. So just have a chat to us about, I know it probably wasn't your first, um, you know, career choice and sort of how you ended up, obviously, now, now doing your apprenticeship. Yeah, so
1: um, we have our, our racing stables just down the road from Bow Desert um, in Jimboomba. And I was brought up around the horses and I've always helped since I was a little kid, uh, with mum being a jockey and dad being a trainer. Uh, dad used to be a jockey back in the day for... Um, he rode a bit for Tommy Woodcock and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I decided about two years ago now, I was like, OK, I'll, <laughs> I think I'll become a jockey. I was doing all the track work for... A few years and helping break in all the horses and getting them educated and doing all that kind of stuff and yeah decided why not give it a shot and here I am a year and a half later <laughs>
0: Well it must have been a, a great thrill for you because Angela Jones has really hit the scene and and uh, has been, had an outstanding year so for you to, to get on top of her is uh, a wonderful feather in your cap, um, what does it mean to you to be able to claim a title like that?
1: Um, yeah it it was honestly very surprising um, at the start. When I first started, I never even uh, would look at any of the tallies or any of that because I just didn't really come to my mind. Um, but then by the end of it, I kind of was getting told, you know, you know, you're actually going really well. And um, I had a look at those tallies, and yeah, it just kind of put a brought a light to my eye that you know it brings a little bit of confidence in yourself that wow, well, we are, I am going, I guess pretty lucky and I've had a great um start to my career and hopefully you can just keep on improving.
2: One thing I always admire about you Jazz is you've got the most amazing positive attitude and it doesn't matter what kind of day you're having. You know, you always see the positive and you're a breath of fresh air to have around but you know in order to obviously be successful in our industry you've also got to be pretty tough and pretty resilient and also really competitive. So you've managed to juggle those attributes really, really well and I think it's a it's a credit to you and obviously to your family. I know your mum, she's always at the races following you around, but who's your harshest critic, mum or dad?
1: <laughs> um I honestly they would they're both um they're both really well and they just know that I can understand horse and they both them both being jockeys, they understand everything. We all kinda understand things together. But um I would probably say I would say dad. Mum's very nice. She probably might think things in the back of head but won't actually tell me even though I would like her to. Um, but, yeah, no, they're, they're actually – yeah, they're great support and they're great at helping me.
0: Now, being on the provincial circuit a lot and country tracks, as you mentioned, I have a goal – Jasmine, I only fill in for Alyssa here with Sam, but every time Sam and I get together, I ask her where she's been and what track she's been to. I have a goal of trying to get Sam Collett to get to as many country tracks as possible (laughs) in Queensland to become a real Queenslander. What's your favourite country track, and where would you like to take Sam Collett to visit?
1: Um... uh well, I mean, my favourite track would have to be I've just because I've had a lot of success at it, you know, a track that you've had a lot of success at is, is Bro Desert, but I can probably run around that track with my eyes shut. <laughs> um I know it I know it <laughs> know it very, very well and I mainly ride our horses that know it very well as well. So we join up a great teamwork there and uh, most of the time we get the job done with dad's horses at a Bo Desert meeting, but Oh, I mean, Spence has been to I've seen her at um most of these places now, Gatton and I've been out to Kilcoy, That's a that's a great adventure out there, tight turning little track.
2: I'm slowly getting my slowly getting around the on around the place anyway. Um what one of your horses is your favorite? I know your dad and you 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 partnered up to win the Bow Desert Cup, which must have been so awesome. Obviously, your hometown, your dad's home track, your home track. Um your favorite horse? Surely, Lemon Duchess.
1: Yeah, I would have to say Lemon Duchess. She's just been so good to me. Um, I broke her in, and I always had a really high opinion of her. But at the start, she just has lots of problems. She would hang off the track. Uh, I actually won a race at at Gatton. Oh, actually, no, I think I got um, second. But we followed the outside rail. She was just, yeah, she was just very much a hard horse to get along with at the start, but. I've worked her out and um, we both work together and she's just been so good to me. And, yeah, won- winning seven races on her has just been been great.
0: Well, Jasmine, congratulations on the Premiership success and thank you for your time this morning and may uh, that success can long continue.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Jasmine Cornish there on the Queensland Hoop. Sam, we better take a break and we'll come back and look at what you've got coming up in the next few days. This is the Queensland Hoop. It's all thanks to Racing Queensland.
1: The horses are on your track.
0: Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEM Track. And Mark Braybrook filling in for Alyssa Smith who was on leave this week in Vanuatu enjoying uh, some nice R&R. Some sad news in the last couple of days too, Sam, with uh, one of Queensland's leading trainers, McNair, passing away.
2: Yeah, really unfortunate to, to hear that McNair's sort of lost his battle, you know, with his illness. He was um, obviously a very familiar figure around the place, especially up at the Sunshine Coast, and he'll be missed. And, yeah, like I said, it's never never nice when, mm. you know, we get this sort of news. But the thing with racing in the community is everyone's going to get behind them and, and support uh, Belinda and, and the family there behind that. So, yes, very sad news. Speaking
0: of the sunny coast, uh, racing there, the uh, twilight meeting uh, this afternoon, which means you have to battle the traffic and <laughs> yeah. schools back and everything, and battle Ian Healy because Heels is on his way up to the oh, sunny coast no. for Bulls Masters Day today. And then they're all going to the races, so beware. <laughs> all right? Now, <laughs> you thought, saw heels yeah. when you are in before, so he's going to come looking for you, no doubt. But how many rides you got this hour, tonight?
2: Uh, three this afternoon, uh, tonight. So, yeah, like I said, there's a couple of nice ones there. We just need the right runs. Yeah. Um, the Sunshine Coast is one of my favourite places to to ride. Someone was telling me that apparently they have more race meetings at that track specifically than anywhere else, or any other track in the world. I don't know how in cor- the world. Yeah, I don't know how correct that information. More than
0: Morfordville.
2: Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I don't know. Morfordville.
0: That, well, every time I turn the TV on, they're racing at Morfordville.
2: Well, hopefully someone can uh, let us know if my facts are well, correct. Well, or when <laughs>
0: you think about it, they race every Sunday, and then during. Um, summer, Friday night. Yeah. So they'd have to... Oh, that's it. oh I'll look that up, yeah, so you've given me some homework you know. to do. Uh, <laughs> now, tomorrow, you're a Doombin?
2: Yes, Doombin. Uh, eight rides tomorrow. Got a couple of nice ones there. Horse called Circularity of um, Team Friedman's He ran a really super second last start over the 1,000 metres. He steps up to 1,200. Um, I think he's really knocking on the door to, mm. to get one. be nice to have a winner for Team Friedman from down there. And Isabella Spring, for me, would be a really interesting runner. She... As a mare, I had a lot of success on uh, last preparation. Uh, wet track comes, her wet track form is really solid. She's second up and off the back of a, a pretty good first out run. Um, they, I think Wendy Peel rode her fresh up and they just took a little bit of weight off her back. But she's a really tough, honest mare. Uh, I think she's running over the mile. She's won at the mile two before. So I think there's a couple there. She'd probably be paying fairly good money, I would say.
0: Now I got a horse racing there tomorrow. Me, Patton Hills, um, Larrick and Rogue. Um, we're that busy at the moment, Sam. I don't even know what <laughs> race it's in. Last oh, here it, it is, race third. three, race yeah. three, number eight. Now <gasps> you're riding Holy Trojan in that race. Is you it, know you can't yeah. win. All right, so <laughs> Larrick and Rogue, <laughs> Larry and Rogue. Uh, ridden by Steph. And now yes. I know that Chris Anderson has a, a high opinion of Larrick and Rogue. I know Steph does as well.
2: Yeah, they do. I have actually, mm. Steph was telling me she was very much looking forward to riding him again. So you will uh, race okay. you home for a milkshake, eh? Righto.
0: So that's race <laughs> number three. Where, number eight, Larry and Reagan. you're on uh, Holy Trojan. Do you like Holy Trojan? So also, three starts yeah, for third.
2: I haven't ridden him before. Um, okay. Like I said, track, you know, comes up soft could sort of throw anything into the mix, so I do hope that your horse uh, likes a bit of a wet track.
0: No, I think we're running out of time, so i better just check the clock. Um, sunny Coast on Sunday?
2: Sunny Coast Sunday, yes, that's right. We'll be uh, sitting there watching the the Manicato go around too. Oh, sorry, that's Friday night. Friday night Manicato yeah. Friday night, Cox Plate Saturday. Exciting times, mm. starting so, to ramp up.
0: Um, Manicato, what are your thoughts? Because Rothfire's in the Manicato.
2: Yeah, exciting's going so well. I'd love to see Casey's horse win. Uh, you know, good... From the All the way up from the Gold Coast. I know he's had a few runs uh, down there now. Obviously, best of Bordeaux. Um, so, but I'll be cheering for him or and Horse, the ex-Kiwi runner.
0: Okay. What about the Cox Plate?
2: Oh, I don't know. I've, sort of part of me wants to go with I'm Thunderstruck. Okay. A yeah, little bit left of center, well, I guess. Paddy
0: Walsh is looking for something other than Animo. He doesn't want to take the odds of Animo. He's looking no. for something that might beat Animo. And I suppose the problem is, you know, that w- with the weather the way it's been, not in Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne, we don't know until, you know, pretty much tomorrow afternoon what sort of state. And by the time the Cox plate yeah. gets there, what state the track's going to be in.
2: I think when I've done wet track form, it all really comes down to your horse's fitness. Obviously, mm. if a fit horse will probably get through a wet track better than one that isn't uh, as seasoned, I guess you would say, whether they handle the conditions or not. So if I was a tipster, I'd be looking at a horse that's nice and rock hard fit, a little bit of soft wet track form.
0: There you go. Yeah, we, we even were even more confused during the week on Breakfast <laughs> with Paton Hills because some trainers said that their horse likes wet tracks, but a wet track at Ranwick is different yeah. to a wet track at Rose Hill. Well, that's all we know. That's, that's completely confused everyone. So anyway, <laughs> I hope you're feeling better. I hope you get over that shoulder and knee injury. And good luck for all your rides this weekend except for the third. <laughs> and uh, Alyssa will be back next week, Sam
2: fantastic it's that always is, a pleasure
0: that is all the time we have for on the queensland hoop great navy company so thanks to racing queensland enjoy your weekend